This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 437, recorded on March 19th, 2020. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech, tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in a stormy Bellevue, Nebraska. Mike, did you guys get any hail or rain? I saw... Not out west, not out of the city. Okay. Although, you know what? I've been in this basement for the last four days, so I really couldn't tell you what happens above ground. <laughs> we actually haven't been outside. I haven't seen the light of day in four days, so... That's not totally true, but yeah, you guys a little bit. My kids live out in Millard, and they said they got a little bit of hail. So we we got we had tornado warnings earlier today, and weird first day of spring. It's Nebraska, you know what do you expect? Of course, we post a show with world class show notes out at theaverageguy.tv. Don't forget you can jo- you can join us live on our mobile app. Head out to homegadgetgeeks.com, Android, iPhone. You can download that there. Available for you if you're on the road. But why would you be? So you could stream it from home. Just pretend, like, go out in the garage. Don't start the car. <laughs> go out in the garage. <laughs> sit in your car. Uh, uh, play. Play. The, I think I'm Mike to get my podcasts in. I seriously thinking that's what I'm going to have to do. Is is because I've stopped listening to podcasts. Yeah. Have you? You've been able to keep up? No, I haven't. Because mine is uh, mine's on the drive. I I I just you have a routine, right? Of what type of content you listen to in certain times. My car time is podcast. If I'm at the desk, sure, I could listen to a podcast. But my desk time is spent. You know, if I have time for content, it's YouTube, it's Twitch, it's things like that. So I I need to do a better job of just turning that on in the background. But then I'm not as engaged uh, as I want to be. It's it's a weird weird time. I think I'm going to start waking up early and go for a walk and get an hour. Like get an hour walk in in the dark, uh, or whatever, or early dawn. Uh, don't get six feet from anybody, but just uh, walk the neighborhood for an hour. I'm not getting any podcast in this week. We'll talk some more about that here coming up. But you can download that homegadgetgeeks.com if you want to listen to us and stream it. Big thanks to Ryan and Bob who joined us last week from thinkcomputers.org. Good show. Lots of hardware. Lots of good chat. These guys. I'm kind of between Jay two weeks ago and. Those guys last week, Mike, I am itching hard for a build. Like it like a new build. Yeah, like a brand okay. new replace the we talked about it towards the end of the show last week. Replace the podcast, you know, the studio PC. That's kind of been my daily mm-hmm. driver for about six years. Now it's still great and and you know, it still does what I need it to do, but boy, I got an itch to go NVME and you know 32 gig of ram and build out some storage space and you know get faster gpu speed so big thanks to bob and ryan who showed up last week also big thanks to icy doc i um i mentioned last week uh they gave me some uh, some parts to install we have spent some time uh let me see if i've got that queued up i don't yet let me bring it up for you um, I mentioned last week they have they sent over one of those turbo swap uh, devices, and and you know um, one of the cool thing about the IC Doc stuff is it's just simple, like it's drop dead simple. We realized as we were talking about it in the show last week, like we've been talking about IC Doc for like ten years, you know, and they just keep producing some some really good. When you're thinking about the way to extend your storage or storage. 
Uh, they produce some really good stuff. They sent over this uh, this turbo swap uh, device. Here's a picture of it uh, unpacked and, and put on the desk. I literally, I'm, I'm trying to think what night it was. I think because I unboxed it Thursday. And then I think, yeah, I had a really busy weekend. So Sunday night, I was kind of napping here. Like my, I, I must sound like I'm 90 years old, by the way, I'm taking my naps. But I was napping here and I thought, I got to put this thing in. So I kind of jarred myself awake. In about in about thirty minutes, put the whole thing together. You can see that here. We um, it actually took so the drive that's at the bottom of this picture. You can see I've got four external drives. These are all hard drive mining at this point, right on burst. And I've got this drive sitting in this this uh, this Alexum uh, bay, bay that we'd interviewed a, a while ago. And I've been wanting to get that internally. So on this on this particular PC, this is that. Cooler Master case. It's got a bunch of different. It has three, five and a quarter. I'll say it right this week. I said three and a half last week. Five and a quarter inch drive bays in there. There's there's three, three, and three. I have this DD drive in one of them. Um, and below that is a three bay IC dock um, enclosure that's in there. Took the hard drive out. One of the interesting things in that mic. Look at that. Um, look at that DVD. That's a that's an old Lightscribe DVD Ooh. writer. This is almost like finding a cassette tape in right. your right, <laughs> you know, in your car. Like you're like, oh, where did this Journey cassette tape come from, right? <laughs> um, and so I, I, it's been in this box for so long. I kind of hiding in plain sight. Yeah, I kind of thought this is kind of cool. So it went in the drawer. It'll be it'll become part of the you know things that you wish you'd held on to, so you could come back to them. So pretty cool. This was a really nice DVD writer, and I can't tell you how many. I mean, I wrote a bunch of DVDs back in the day. Again, we would never do that anymore. But this is the one you could flip over, and then you could write a design on the top. So it would oh like, what really yeah, like label the the DVD for you. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So pulled that out. Uh, took the the turbo swap, put that in, goes in super easy. You can see it fully installed here. I didn't even really have to pull the case out to get this thing in, took the side off, put it in, inserted the drive into uh, into the bay. Uh, you kind of push it in, it catches when you do when you do it, shut the door, and away you go. It's got some interesting um, which I, I hadn't really seen in advance here. One, it's got, if you look right here, that there's a fan underneath it. Uh, which is cool. I, I hadn't seen that at first, but that is actually, you can set the speed, manually set the speed on the front for the fan. And then next to it is power on and off. So if you want to swap this thing, you can just turn off the drive, open it up, pull it out, uh, put a new drive in, close it, turn it on, and you're in business. You don't have to, um, you don't have to do anything with it besides that. So in and working, Vincent, thanks for sending that over. It has been, it was a super easy install, a great way. If I was in a situation, Mike, where I needed to swap that drive out kind of on a regular basis, um, it'd work great. And I would think when I was um, when I was um, writing or plotting for Burst, and I was constantly perfect, you would have been perfect. And I was constantly pulling drives in and out of this. Some of those times, I was putting them and burning them inside the docks, which was okay not really the fastest and and I could have done better than that this would have been uh this would Yeah, you cool. get straight access to one of the 6 gigabit, you know. Yeah. Uh, SATA ports and and not over USB and yeah, that would have been great. I didn't take any pictures of it, but I have that LSI card that I bought uh for 25 bucks. Thanks Kevin Schoonover for the recommendation. It got installed at the same time. 
and I didn't I didn't run anything to it. It's, you see these three IC IC dock bays that are right here. These one, yeah. two, three. Um, so that's a three in a two bay slot, right? They make those available. What I'm really looking at, what I'm kind of keeping my eyes on, is that five in three. So it's five bays across, and it goes in a three by you know the the the, the five and a quarter inch drive. That'll fit, and I have two bays for that, and I have eight on this new LSI card, I've got eight new ports. And so there's three drives installed in here. I've got four up in there. That's seven. And I've got a couple that I could chuck. And they, really would, nice. fill, they would fill up those. So um, uh, hopefully that is coming up. That's kind of what we're shooting for. Um, we'll, we'll get this running and see where things go with it. But those are kind of the, those are kind of the plans. I'd love to see two IC dock enclosures in there on the big five base. And it kind of make that a monster rig. That thing's getting a little heavy with uh, the hard drives that are in there. So yeah, great way to do unraid too. With yeah. A tower. Yeah. No, it's been, if, a good if you have lot. the old tower that has those, you know, five and a quarter inch drives, this motherboard supports up to six, seven SATA ports. And so already there's a bunch in there. And then of course I can extend that out. The, uh, the Unraid box also supports six SATA, which is what was unusual. So we'll be, that's got plenty of room for expansion as well. And, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Unraid, but thanks Icy Doc for that running well. I, I think in this community it goes without saying they're creating some pretty cool enclosures. And uh, if you're thinking about upgrading or doing some of that work along those lines, you might want to think about, IC Doc and what they're doing. We're kind of highlighting them through the month of March here in Home Gadget Geeks. If you've got something IC Doc that you've been using and maybe you've been using it for a while, but throw it on Twitter uh, and tag me on it. You can also tag IC Doc USA on it. We'd love to see those pictures and uh, and just uh, thank them for kind of being the March sponsors for Home Gadget Geeks. Mike, we're home working now these days, uh, which is kind of crazy. If you're listening to this, maybe you're listening to this in 2022 and you're like, oh, those silly fools. But we are like we're home, right? Uh, you're spending some time. You got a new setup, I, I take it. Yeah, I do. So um, you guys know that I talked about the the Vivo kind of form monitor mount setup that I have. And we are, you know, our company is mandatory work from home at least until next Friday. So we'll see if that gets extended. I'm guessing it will. Um, and the interesting part for me is, you know, I've, with all my gear here, I think I was pretty well prepared to work from home, right? I, I mean, there are times where with kids, you have to. So I've done it before. I kind of have my main workstation here. The thing I didn't think about, I still have not gone into work to get it, is without a dock, you know, I really had no way because all of these, my four monitors that plug into four display ports on my GPU, right? I don't have any sort of dock to make that work with the laptop. The laptop does have one HDMI. So what I've done is I have my four monitors here. And then to the left, I brought an old, uh, an old TV. It's so I got a 36 inch or whatever TV behind. Um, Jim, I think you have a picture of yours. So when you show yours, I'm actually, mine's very, almost exactly the same. Um, yeah, mine looks exactly like that pretty much just with the TV a little bit behind and I uh, got the laptop set up for me. It works great because that one TV that I have is big enough. It acts, it's like having two monitors. Um, so for me, I can do two comparison docs side by side presentations, things like that. And uh, so I think I was pretty well prepared. What I have noticed, though, is, you know, our tech department, I'm sure, is getting a bunch of calls. But for the close friends I have at work who know I'm kind of the tech guy, I've gotten a lot of questions like, oh, OK, like, 
you know, can't get my headset to work with with the video app we're using, or you know, how how are you doing this? Or oh, hey, my audio is always pixelated now. Why? I'm like, well, do you have? Can you run an Ethernet wire? Or are you you're probably in your basement? Are you still on cell signals? Check your Wi-Fi calling. See if Wi-Fi calling is turned on. So there's been a few like quick tips I've been giving people, especially for their phones, especially because the cell towers here. I have noticed have been a little spotty and especially for people around the country, same sort of way they they're getting pretty hot because everyone's, you know, doing that from home. So I've been suggesting turning on Wi-Fi calling, running ethernet cables. If you can, Jim, we always know that you and I love pimping using a microphone. If you have one, even if it's like a Bluetooth headset, something that's not the onboard computer uh, microphone and speakers, which everyone is kind of having to default to using, especially when they're not in their home office or sorry, when they're not in the actual office, sometimes in the office, they'll have speakers and things like that. But I'm always suggesting, you know, grab something, a cheap USB headset. Yes. Those, those ones are great. They're a little expensive. Well, they're hard to um, find now. Like are they hard to find? Yeah. If you didn't buy a webcam and a, or a headset, they're gone. Like, I mean, it's, they're hard to find. Now I imagine they'll replenish pretty fast, but but I, when I looked on, I looked for C922s on Amazon the other day. Somebody was talking about this, and they're they're hard to find. So yeah, they, they got kind of pricey. I haven't so been be worried about the camera as much, um, just because everyone like I, I would be literally the only one that I'm working with that has an external, nicely set up yeah. webcam. So I'm I'm resorting to the laptop. Um, camera, which isn't too bad, but audio wise, I mean, I'm on calls all day. So it's really important. And, and everyone has noticed, right? Like, Oh, your audio sounds a little bit different. I've been jumping across. I can't decide what I want to do. So, so here's my dilemma. We use WebEx a lot, but now we've started to move to teams. So uh, teams has been, man, just the best tool. My favorite tool. We recently implemented it. So it's relatively new for us. You know, it's a Microsoft tool, right? I know. Okay. I know. Right. But, <laughs> but so was like Skype. Right. And uh, I didn't no. like Skype. So teams, the way it's integrated and everything. So I, my whole team is just screen sharing all the time. Hey, hopping on the video, hopping on a call, just starting a chat and having all, however many people we need in there. It's been fantastic. Um, but what I had been doing for the longest time is with WebEx, you can have it call your phone. And so then I would have my AirPods in with this phone and that's really good audio. And then I don't have to repair and pair my AirPods with my computer. Um, so, so that was my dilemma, but teams obviously is just computer audio. So I'm like, so how do I do that? So I went and I did find, I forgot I had these in a bin. I had these old power beats, um, Bluetooth. It's a, you know, it's a Bluetooth. It's like a running headset, right? With a microphone on it. I've been really surprised. I did a test recording. The audio is actually pretty good on these things, especially for the microphone. So not bad at all. Way better than the computer mic. So this is what I've been doing. I've been wearing this headset when I need to do anything on the computer. So I have this in pretty much all day. Um, if I have, if I get a phone call, though, I'll switch over to my uh, my AirPods, which have been great. The AirPod Pro have been huge at home. Talk about having oh, yeah. a three year old and a two year old running around upstairs, things going on, TVs, and just be able to like still earbuds, not big cans, but then be able to do that, and all of a sudden the noise cancellation starts. And I just don't hear any of it. It's uh, it's it's been really nice. I wonder if so, those sold out. What? I wonder if they. Oh, are, I, I bet. I bet you so. Know. Yeah, yeah, the only understand. thing that's hard about the AirPods for me is, you know, they're not as, I don't think they're as easy to switch back and forth pairing wise. You know, a lot of these Bluetooth headsets, I mean, it's just holding down the button for a while, repair it to something else. Uh, but I kind of like having one pair that's dedicated to my computer. So I don't have to keep pairing, unpairing, things like that. Uh, but I tell you, Microsoft Teams has been just phenomenal. I've really kind of dove into it. We just implemented it probably a month ago and kind of opened it up because for us, all of our conversations have to be tracked and recorded for compliance purposes for FINRA, things like that. So for the financial industry. Um, so it was just, you know, getting it through compliance, but man, the chat feature, having uh, the actual team like wiki page where you can 
have links there for everyone. It has been a, a huge blessing. I think we got it up just in time and didn't really realize it because yeah. WebEx, first of all, WebEx, you have to create WebEx accounts for people. And you know those cost money per account. So not everyone has a WebEx account unless they use a lot, at least at our company. Whereas everyone has Microsoft and everyone's a part. They're already in the system. They have it. Um, so I think they implemented that just in time. I think though, a few of our teams weren't already using it full time. And I think they are now forced to kind of trial by fire. But talk about a pretty easy to use platform. Yeah. And one that works seamlessly across iOS, the computer, Mac, you know, I, I think it's on Mac. I actually haven't looked, but it's on, the, it's on my iPhone. Um, on my iPad, it's everywhere. So no matter where I'm at, what I have. Uh, when I was traveling, it was perfect. Um, really lightweight. I had the iPad for a lot of what I did for work when I was in California because I worked for three days. Um, and so whenever I was kind of mobile and into a meeting, I would just use the iPad and uh, worked out really, really well. But what about you? So for your setup for work from home, have you had any like go-to things you just couldn't yeah. live without? Well, you might you might have noticed some things have changed here, right? Uh, the, the the screen or yeah, the, yeah we, we moved that up there. Trying to make it look more professional when you're... It's up a little bit over yeah, here. Yeah, you know, it looks good. Boxes down. There's a curtain here now, the covering on this side. There's a curtain kind of covering the, um, the boxes that were there. I just couldn't... Uh, do, since I'm full-time... Uh, podcasting from here. And, and I had really stopped well, four or five years ago, uh, podcasting from home. I did it all from work. And I'm not going to say they had some requirements, but it, I just I felt better about it being a little cleaner uh, for, for the audience and such. So I smoothed some things around. Mike, there's a big difference, though, between working from home, like one day a week, or I'm not feeling well, so I'm going to stay home, and sitting down at the desk on Monday and thinking, I'm going to be sitting here for the next eight weeks. Uh, like you just think about different, you start thinking about things differently. So the setup that I ended up, I showed the picture of this setup here. This was actually a couple, this was the end of about three different tries of things, you know, moving the laptop in front of me, moving it. Cause it's to the side right here. It's sitting here and that monitor is up like that. Um, I, I actually at one point put it over here on this so I could have a standing desk. And I, I thought, okay, this is not going to work permanently. I need, you know, they need to see me, this and that. So there was a whole bunch of different trial and error. You know, I've, I've noticed a lot of my, my you know, my um, coworkers are working from their bedroom or from the kitchen. That's not, that's not, I do not, I, I don't want to be in the kitchen for two months. Right. You know, I don't want to be in the dining room. I can't, I can't do that. I wanted to be in a place I could be highly productive, that would feel good. That would be comfortable. And um, and that ended up, this setup here kind of ended up being it. Now, we have Teams as well, and we use Zoom a lot. And I can log in and get my email online. So what I actually do is most of my work gets done on the studio PC. And I just use this kind of as a second backup if I'm trying to do some things. There's some things I can only do, like uh, file access via VPN. That's on my laptop. So if I need to move files around or get access to those, I can pop over here to get it done. But it's been really great to actually have both. I'm going to have a hard time going back to work when I just have one, you know, when yeah. I'm just on my laptop, you know, I got some, I've got some power here. It's been kind of helpful. So it, it, um, that day on Monday, I spent a lot of time trying a lot of different configurations and it was very different for me to think I'm going to be in this spot for a while. I need to set it up for more permanence than just carrying my laptop, you know, than just sitting at the, at the dining room table. That wasn't going to work. Um, so spent some time, I actually got a hook, hooked it up into my, I've got a, um, a shelf up here and I put the hook on the bottom. So that's where I hook 
my headset to. And there are times like I can't get teams. I can't go team to team like me to you on teams. I can't do that on the web client. I have to, I can schedule one and do it, but I can't just call somebody here to get it done. So if I'm going to do impromptu calls, I just throw a headset on, jump on my laptop, talk to them that way. Works out. Um, now, could you right. install Teams on that computer? Um, I could, but there's a bunch of hoops I have to jump through for security purposes. And yeah. I'm just not that willing to let work take over my my. Yep. I'm not either. I'm the same way. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh, anything that's beyond a web client. I'm I'm just not interested. If I if I need to do it, I can jump on the laptop and get it done and and pretty be pretty good about it. So nice yesterday. I thought about even unplugging the laptop and sitting outside for a while. That's the beauty of it is you can still go work outside, do some of those kinds of things. But it will um uh it 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 was a different thought for me. And I and I think it's a good one to think. If you're gonna be home for an extended period of time, you can't you don't you can't sit on the bed. Like that's not that's right. not I called a guy yesterday and he was sitting on his bed and I was like, Hmm, uh, you, you're going to do this. He's like, well, my wife, and this is another thing. Um, somebody mentioned in the chat room, they were ready to work from home, but not both. Right. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you're like, I can't imagine if Hannah was working from home too. I was just talking to somebody today on a call and, uh, Oh, uh, she was in, um, Australia and, She's like, yeah, I'm out here on the deck. My husband's taking a call right now and they don't want to hear me and I don't want to hear them. It's like, oh, like, yeah, now it's like, it's almost like a, a shared work environment where you have to kind of start thinking about, you know, it's, it's got to be okay. Got to be able to put headphones on and get past the noise, right? You have right. to do some things maybe to, to, to make a difference. So this whole experiment it's kind of what I'm well, kind of what I'm thinking is and uh, you're going to watch over the next probably 6 to 8 weeks my hair get long and my 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 stylist called it's like hey we're we're not at, you know and they're they're staying in business but we're not cutting hair for in for the foreseeable future I'm like oh yikes i didn't even think about that i didn't either so yikes I, yeah that's the first time i haven't thought about a haircut a small, you could probably go to a small barber shop if you wanted to but Somewhere. Do you want somebody else like I don't want to say yeah. same person's done it for forever. She knows it. Um, yeah, no, right on. Ryan says uh, four week lead time on the C nine twenties and nine twenty twos, according to his source. Wow. Um, we have seen this and, and our church did this. In fact, my church pinged me tonight right before the show. And they were like, Hey, we're recording Sunday service tonight. Can you come down? And I was like, no, sorry. I just, I can't, not tonight, not on Thursday. And, uh, we went to church Sunday and I recorded, we did one service. We normally do three. We did one service and just streamed it and recorded it, right? This week, they're going to pre-record it. And what they've done is scheduled everybody separate. So not everybody's there at the same time. So like the band comes oh, in interesting. and it can only be the band, right? Because we have this 10, Douglas County has this 10 person rule now, right? No more. So group. someone's going to edit it together or what? Yeah. So no, no, they'll bring the band in and do the music and then they'll leave. And then pastor will come in by himself and he'll do the message and then he'll leave. And then the, you know, the various, the, the other parts need to be done separately. So it's, it's just interesting what we're, what we're having to do just to get, um, to get past this. John says he's supposed to get his haircut today, but she canceled me. Hated to miss so close. Yeah. Like now, okay, you're probably four to eight weeks out. And just think, Mike, when we restart all these services, um, 
Mark said he got his cut tonight, short, <laughs> in case it'll be a while. Reminded me of a day when I we got deployed. I was in the military. We got deployed for the first Gulf War down to the National Training Center. We got deployed over a weekend. So like they told us Friday, we deployed Monday. No time to do anything. And we got down there and we'd been we'd been there a couple of days and they're like, okay, who needs a haircut? And for our first sergeant got some clippers out and we got the worst haircuts of our life there. I never, I'll never forget that. It was horrible. Because none of you had time to get one before you left, right? No, no heck no. We did. Yeah. That was he was trying to make a point, but he was like, in other words, like he should have been he should have been keeping up with this before. Yeah. So um the the other thing of tech wise this has thrown into it is it's causing us to think through uh we mentioned it before you know things like desk chairs are in high demand at office depot right things you never thought you'd have trouble getting just some of the basic kind of monitors um you know monitor there's been a run on monitors because people were people are home now and they're like now not you and me yeah <laughs> not you and me for sure and probably no one who listens to the show, but, but I, I worked with people who were like, well, can I take my monitor home? I'm like, you don't have monitors at home. No, no, they don't. They have like a laptop or some of them are just, they don't even have a computer. They're just, they use their work laptop and their phone. Yep. And I was just like, wow, how do you, how do you do that? That's, I, it does, does not compute danger. Right. Compute. So did your firm, like, uh, so our firm allowed people to, to check yeah. out stuff through IT yeah. if they needed to. Yeah. But they really were like, we really don't want you to. So if you can't, yeah. like, if you can avoid it, but we will check stuff out too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, um, I'll show those in just a second. The, um, uh, we just said take stuff home, like, and self report it that you're taking it home. When this is over, we want you to bring it back. Um, John says, um, oh no, that's, that's the, the one that hasn't, hasn't shown up yet. So um, Mark says he has uh, spare 24-inch monitors uh, not even being used. That's our dilemma, right? We probably have too many monitors for folks. John calls it a Corona cut. So that's this will be the Corona look going forward. Well, we're, we're all going to have super long hair um, by the time we're done. It, it has brought up some interesting technology things. Mike, um, technology also, when we think of like uh, Cox Communication, our service provider has waived the fees for any overage going forward. Did you ever cancel? Did you get, did you, you cancel? I did. Right? So it's okay. great. I, I can't. Yeah. Dude. So Dude. now if you have Cox uh, for the next few months, at least call them and cancel your unlimited data service. Mm-hmm. If you have that with them, because now they're not charging it and there's no end date on it for now. So no, I think I saw that like May end of May or something. Oh, the end of I'm May. I'm sure it'll get extended. I okay. am sure they, they, they got so much positive run. We, um, we as a community uh, got really interested, of course, in the folding projects that, yeah. uh, that have gone on folding at home Rosetta, which I had never used before. And then, uh, is it Boink? B-O-I-N-C? Yeah, um, Boink is a way to fold for Rosetta at yeah. home. Okay. Yep. You use the Boink app yeah, to they fold use them. The, right. The client for Boink. And um, what's funny, it was like I installed the Boink client and it brought up packets I had used when we were mining on for GRC coin yeah back in the day and I was like oh I guess it didn't clear the data from that when when we did it kind of fun to get back into that we have a folding group and in fact if you join us in the discord uh, group we have a distributed computing um, what do you call channel them? channel in there yep. Thank you. and it's like I'm like the old man asking his kids how do you how do you operate this this <laughs> this thing two four three 
306. So if you want to join us in and that's the, for folding at home. That is our folding clear. at home team. Yeah. Yeah. Two four three three oh six. If you and stats are broken right now, if you know because broken. so they did an AMA, which uh the link will be in the show notes. They did an AMA. Um someone actually posted it in Discord, so I grabbed it. So thank you to whoever did that. Um they did an AMA today and they were asked, okay, so like compared to your normal run-of-the-mill volunteers, how much did it spike during this whole coronavirus? Because they've gotten a lot of press. A lot of the big YouTubers have been going out saying, you know, you got all this extra spare computers lying around, let's start folding at home. And they said they had a 10x increase. So they had 30,000 volunteers normally, and they're up to almost 400,000 volunteers. And so that caused us some issues, though. They said their network cards on their servers that were issuing out the work, you know, to the different volunteers, uh, they're fully saturated. So they're having a lot of issues right now getting work out and also receiving back, which I actually noticed. I have had a project since yesterday um, that just got stuck and, and they, they won't get back to them. It's in the sending mode. Uh, so there will be a lot of times where sometimes your your machines will sit idle and not have anything. Uh, that's normal. It's nothing wrong with your computer. Their servers are just, they haven't had this much workload. So number one, they have to they have to create that work for the computer to do. So they have to create the projects for the computers to do, and that takes time. That's manual time. And then number two, just the overload on the servers is another kind of problem that they're running into. But yeah. they are super happy to have it. And I think they're going to ramp up stuff. And uh, really cool to see just like the nerds unite. It's like, you know, it's kind of, I like it. And obviously, so I'm running it full tilt on this on the rig I'm podcasting on right now. It's using my GPU and my CPU. Um, everything's maxed. I can I have a meters over here. Everything's just pinned, and it's not affecting anything. So I think folding at home does a pretty good job of hey, I'll use the spare. Like whatever you're using, I'll let you. I'll let your other processes take priority, and I'll just use the spare, um, which which works really well. But yeah, these are uh, twenty year old programs, said, right? This isn't new. Like we've been doing this for twenty years in these clients. Yeah, so they're yep. they've gotten pretty good at and they're open source applications. They've gotten pretty good at these folding at home is not open source. Oh, is it? Is it? No, they're going to be coming out. They're coming out with an open source uh, client and they're kind of excited to launch. So I think that's when things will probably get a lot better for because folding at home is relatively new when you think of the different options out there. Um, all the Ooh, other ones who've been around Wink, a while, they have been around. Folding's been around a while. Yeah, because they're a they're a Stanford project. Yeah, is folding yeah. at and home. Berkeley is the boink. Yep, Berkeley is blank. Exactly. And that's the one that's been around for forever. It has. We, that was the original SETI. So that was yep. SETI at home uh, back in that day. And folding, I'm. Yeah, I have to go back and look at the history. They've been around a while. And so if you want to join us, if you got some spare CPUs today, really, this kind of, again, this reminded me of mining. Like they're favoring GPU processing because it's so much faster. I wonder uh, if all of a sudden we're going to see ASICs come out for these. That would be hilarious. (laughs) Well, you know, he said that with this massive increase, he would, he said the hardest thing as a scientist is to go and say, okay, now I need to, I, I've submitted it out to the distributed computing network. Now I need to wait a month, two months to get it back to before I can know my next step. He goes, yeah. now I'm submitting it and getting it back a week later. It's just that speed. And he goes, that makes such a difference. He goes, you don't realize the difference that makes yeah. um, when you're a scientist of a week versus months before you can go on to your next step. So it really is cool to see kind of the, the amplification of it over the last week. I have two spare 1060s. They're actually powering my monitors right now. So I got them on medium. So they're, they're being utilized probably, uh, oh, 50%, 40, 40, 50%. Oh, and you could right crank now. it all the way. I I mean, my, my one GPU is running four monitors and it hasn't yeah. even yeah. blinked. It's just, 
uh, left it at this setting. It's cranking away, doing its thing, do, do fast enough for me. It it would get a little warm with three of those GPUs running, running full tilt, full tilt. That's true. So I left them. So and you the can power kinda, draw. <laughs> you, you no, totally. You can see they're running here. Although I haven't been too worried about it during the day. This has been shutting off because there has been no packets, and then in the afternoons it picks up a packet, or in this case, two packets. I have two two CPUs running against this. And it runs overnight. So it's actually been working really well for me. By the time I wake up in the morning, they're shut off, waiting on packets. Uh, so if you want to get involved, it's actually now be a good time. You're probably not going to get 100% use um, from your... But although they may ramp up their production because somebody's they are going to this thing. Uh, they, may, they may ramp it up um, to get it done. Uh, Ryan says he was folding proteins back in 2002. Yeah, right at the... 2000, 2001, 2002 is when a lot of those, when we, we first saw those. So if you want to get involved that way, um, a great way to do it. Mike, there's also, and I'll show this here while you're talking about, there's also a Twitch. Uh, let me see if I can find this guy. There's uh, Yeah, Colonel Panic on uh, Twitch. Yeah, hold so on. So this guy about. has, you know, so he was actually the one in the AMA who was kind of talking about um, asking some of the questions and things. So he has actually, he just takes his screen and he throws it up on Twitch as a stream. Yeah. So a really cool way. I, you know, I kind of love stuff like this for people to kind of check in mainly because it, you know, gets awareness around the thing. Kind of people see it like, oh, what, well, like, what is that? What could I be doing? And so this guy is actually, I was actually in his chat earlier tonight and I was talking to him. Um, he's a former mimer, mimer, former miner, miner. who uh, did not kind of like Jim didn't sell the cards, kept them around. And now he's been, folding with them for a while. And so he said, you know, he's pulling about a thousand to 1500 Watts, depending total, which toy brings me back to the mining days. And him and I were actually joking about how cool it would be if someone figured out how to get pretty much how you could mine an altcoin and fold proteins on the same <laughs> as a process. Right. I mean, we've seen that before with the like, certain mining activities being able to be duplicated for certain things. And uh, so if there would be, it would be really cool, kind of like a GRC coin, but you know, while you're folding the proteins, while you're doing those simulations to be able to mine an altcoin, it'd be kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, kind of a cool guy. He's just out there. He's just streaming it for fun so that people can go out and, and see what the setup is like. He's got 10 people watching him right now. Yeah, I sat there for a while. Well, and he's kind of fun to talk to. He's sitting there. He's he's able to talk to, and he's a total. He's he's one of us. Totally, like the, he is the uh, the he could be a total viewer of the show because he we were talking about mining and cards and power drawing them, and he really cool guy. So yeah. if you want to if you want to check it out and just see what it looks like, you can head over to twitch.tv slash Colonel Panic. What's and the Panic has oh, a K yeah. at the end? P A N I C K. Okay, super cool. I was showing my um, I was showing my setup. And I just get, I just love to watch the numbers on this thing. It would be cool. You can, I think you can throw some visualizations at it as well, but it's just kind of been fun to get back and mess with this and tweak it a little bit. One of those new things, knowing you're doing something good. Um, yeah, I leave it up on the same thing as you do. I like watching the numbers. Uh, the visualizer, I think, is broken right now. Um, yeah. It runs a demo. It doesn't actually show what your machine is working on. Uh, but it is kind of nice. I do have my GPU kind of face a little bit more towards me. So I'm getting a little bit of the heat coming off it. Which in this basement is very appreciated. <laughs> the uh, let's also let's also look at not just the show notes. Um, where do they want to go with this? Oh, wanted to talk a little bit about not rock your strengths. That was something different. Um, I also wanted to talk about some um, 
some platforms that's get that's get kind of interesting is that have been tracking this. But it's funny, my couple week, a couple of weeks ago, I kind of presented this to you as like, hey, you want to talk about this? And you're like, nah, I don't think I do. I <laughs> I did. I, I was the down player who was proven very wrong very quickly. Well, and whether it is or it isn't, right? The fact of it is we're in this situation now, right? And and we're responding to it. But out on Android Central, and I'll throw this link in the in the show notes as well, a map of smart thermometers in the US show just how sick Americans are right now, right? And so the the concept is uh, based on what we're setting our thermostats at, that can, in a, in a large scale, that could be a predictive indicator. This headline is actually misleading in some ways. We don't know, and they don't know. We don't have enough data to know if this is really the truth. But just the, it got me thinking about sensors and thermometers and some of our automation where we're getting this data on things that we're doing. And could that um, you know, could that start being a predictive indicator? We don't here in the United States. Our testing is is really really poor. I, I don't know if that's going to get fixed anytime soon, but we just don't have a lot of kits to test uh, with folks. Could you use home automation, Mike, to be able to start looking at some of these things? Whether we're seeing higher average daily temps set on thermostats as people are cold because they have a fever, right? right? Um, could this be a predictive indicator of that? And or or could they, you know, turning the the in Florida's case, turning down the air conditioner to keep the house uh, a little bit warmer in that? I know. What do you think? As you think about, let me ask you this question. Say we could, we could, based on some of this home automation data, we could start seeing pockets maybe more clearly than we're seeing them now. Would it be worth it to be able to get that data? And have the government use it? No, uh, I, I, I'm going to be the no guy. I'm always the privacy guy, and and I think that that is the 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 glimmering light of what could it be, what it could be used for, mm-hmm. and then there is the million other ways that it could be used negatively. So, um, I, it's cool, it's interesting. I won't be signing up for that service if they want to track my stuff. Although I'm sure I do with everything I've, you know, I have an Ecobee who knows whether what's in the uh, TOS there, what's in the TOS on the Amazon devices. So I'm sure I already gave them that uh, authority, <laughs> but if I haven't yet, I'm, I, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting, um, let's just get better at actually being able to test our patients. That's a novel concept. Yeah. Uh, yeah Joe, Joe says that in the chat room. He said he actually had to turn on his AC today because of folding <laughs> and then, you know, you're, we are in that weird spring spot where is he know, sick? No, he's just helping the cause. <laughs> yeah, He's helping folding. Um, yeah. you know, there's also a John Hopkins site, which I actually, I find much more useful. And this is actually what spurred the conversation with you two weeks ago. When I thought about this, one of the guys at work shared this to me, and it's an attempt to get in, in early on, you know, when this was starting in China, there was a lot of misinformation about the numbers. Where was it? Where was it really? What are the real numbers? You know, those kinds of things. And so, and by the way, there are some scams going on around this map. The map got so popular, some folks kind of cloned it, and then we're, at, we're adding, um, um, you know, um, ransom ads or something. Where, oh. you know, it was it was malicious in, in its nature. So be very, very careful. I've got this from coronavirus.jhu.edu and then uh, slash map. And um, again, it's just an interesting visualization of what is happening, where it's happening in the confirmed to the best of their ability, the confirmed cases that are happening, both who's sick and, and those who've passed on that. And then you can, I think on this, if you want, you can start to drill in 
grab this map. If we want to come here to Nebraska, um, we can start drilling in here. We actually have uh, a pretty small number here in, in the state of we Nebraska. Do, yeah. I imagine that will get that will grow um, over time. But Mike, what what I thought, you know, when you when you think about public hysteria, and we kind of kicked off the show, or maybe we were talking about that the pre-show, just all the crazy things people do, you know, a run on beans and rice or chicken, whatever, right? Eggs. Um. I think it. I think it helps to have really good information out there that people can make actionable decisions on. And yeah, this could get this could get bad. I think some folks have thought like we're trying to stop it. We're not going to stop it. Like this isn't about stopping this thing. It's about slowing it down a little bit, um, uh, so we can kind of handle this as it goes through. It's going to have some ramifications in our in our society. Do you think? Um, we're, we're implementing a whole bunch of tech just when you think about working from home and going to teams and now most businesses know they could let their people work at home and probably have them be pretty productive, man. Yeah. I've been super productive over the last four days. So productive. I had to take a nap before the show today. Um, do you think we'll go back or do you think over the next five years, we're going to, this is going to accelerate that trend of working from home? Uh, no, I, I think we'll go back. Um, and I, I think I think this will have a more profound impact than we think, though. I do think there will be a... Hasn't it been nice to slow down and see our family? And we kind of realized our priorities a little bit. I think a lot of companies and a lot of people started to see what really mattered to them a little bit. And especially if this gets a little more serious, if it's just, you know, if it gets a little crazier, um, I think it'll kind of change our perspective on things a little bit more. So, but I, th I think we'll go back. Like for me, especially, I think no matter how much we can do it, I don't think I like it. Right. I think you being in the office or something about being able to walk down the hall and see people. And, and now if, if they start figuring out that the cost of the rent of the building is not worth it, they, I mean, you know, if there's more monetary stuff than that, but, I still think there's a huge, and I think you're a big proponent too of being in the office, I right? Know. It's it's that yeah, it's that face to face time, and yeah. and I think after about two weeks of this, I'm gonna go a little stir crazy, not seeing people. I'm such a people person. Like I I even told Hannah I made the joke. I walked upstairs today and I kind of did my lap. I'm like, well, I usually do a lap around the office and say hi to people about you know once in the morning, once in the afternoon. So I'm saying hi to my people. Like this is me going on my lap, saying hi to people. It's kind of what I do. I do it at work, um, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, just kind of. You know, just stretch the legs a little bit, say hi to people. And uh, I, I couldn't do it. There's still not enough tech. There's not enough good ways to have that constant interaction with people, right? It has to be very intentional here. It has to be calling someone, setting up a time. All of our times are still not spontaneous. At least we haven't gotten that way yet in the last few days. It's still, hey, put a, put a time on my calendar, right? Let's schedule a time in Outlook. It's not just like the spontaneous stop by their office or ask them a question where you can just call people. You schedule it out still. Mm -hmm. um, I hope we go back. I, I really do. Now, yeah, I, think so. I think we definitely learned that this is definitely more doable than everyone thought. So, possibly... <sighs> Yeah, I just think it's interesting. I don't know where we'll go. Uh, the future's always been one. I, I'm not a very good, you know, fortune teller. Um, I think it's been a good exercise. And if we survive it as a culture, um, I think we'll come out on the backside a little bit smarter from it. And, you know, I it, it, it just got, it has some, I know there's some good things that are coming out about it. Even though I'm home, I'm calling, I'm actually talking to people more now. Um, uh, last night when I was out on the deck, uh, uh, a friend of mine in Australia pinged me and I said, Hey, just one chat. And she was like, right now, I'm like, yeah, right now. 
And oh, okay. And so there I was on the deck. It was dark behind me. It reminded me when we brought Edward in, you know, from yeah. Oh yeah. Remember we had him? Yep. And, and I was I in my light. backyard. It got all dark. I had the lights on and it was, it was kind of beautiful. And it was just a great opportunity. You know, we've got all this connective technology to actually get us together. Even this kind of Mike, kind of what we're doing from a broadcasting standpoint brings us together. I mean, there's quite a few of you guys out there. Um, we got about nine live, by the way, like, like us on YouTube. Um, we got about nine live out there and, and it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's bringing us, even though it's separating us, it's bringing us together. I've been telling folks like, Hey, don't make sure you don't forget people. Like don't, don't get isolated there. We have ways of connecting. We've never been better at connecting than we are right now. We never had more technology to connect. Um, well, and that's true. And I have a job where I'm on the phone all day, right? If I didn't, if I was more of a, you know, behind the computer crunching out stuff and not having a need, a requirement to be on a phone call every hour for the whole day, this could get really lonely. I do worry about those people, right? Like they're, you know, and I worry about their um, motivation level, right? And and just if they just have to wake up, roll down, and they don't interact with anyone all day. Yeah, I think it would be way different. Well, let me let me say this: I've been wanting to start something in the community to kind of connect us together a little bit better. So, if you are thinking what what I kind of want to do throughout the summer is start these Home Gadget Geeks Roundtable. And the idea is you come on the show on a Thursday night. You have an idea about something specific you want to talk about. We've done this in the past with networking. We did it with hard drives. But it'd be great. We could do this around home automation. You pitch an idea to me, all right? So if you've got an idea of where you want to get some folks who want to talk about this on the show, whatever that idea is, it can be tech-related. You know our variety here, what we talk about. Send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Pitch your idea to me. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to take them all. Uh, but I will take some. And then what I will do is throw those ideas out to the community and say, who wants to help talk about this? Then we'll put three uh, three or four others with Mike and I, and we'll do a big roundtable discussion. We'll maybe do one or two of those a month kind of throughout the summer. So as we are going through this, I want to find some ways for us to get more folks involved and uh, get that time up together that we're, we're, we're maybe spending in isolation. Let's do more things together. Yeah, I could do a live stream on Tuesday night. And And by the way, Christian, Cyber Frontiers, next Monday. So if you're listening live, next Monday, 8 p.m. Central. It's the it's the longest we've ever scheduled all the Cyber Frontiers ever. So it's Thursday. I know, next Monday, 8 p.m. I'll, I'll, I'll post it on Twitter and stuff, but we're going to do a few more of those. But So if you have an idea, send it to me. We'll consider it, pitch it to the community. If I get enough folks that want to talk about it, we'll put a show together, and we'd like to do that um, as well. Mike, one more map uh, that I found. NPR has been tracking the has been tracking this as well. And they have some pretty good details around that. Their map isn't as high speed as the John Hopkins map, but it's pretty interesting as it talks about where the cases are going on. What's real, real interesting, they got this kind of heat map uh, down here by age. This mm. is what's interesting, right? And we know this is having a over overrepresentative impact on our elderly, right? That's the real concern here. We've got a lot of folks in the United States because our healthcare system is so good you live maybe longer than you should sometimes when, it, you know, we keep people, this is, this is affecting them. Right. And so our loved ones, our mom, my mom's 90 and she's, I mean, she has trouble breathing and like, this is, I'm kind of worried, you know, and as we look at this map, you look at this heat map, it's a disproportionate amount towards the elderly. So we have to be careful. That's why it's important. We're doing the things we're doing at one point, I think in here, they had some stories too. So NPR.org, and then uh, look in their health section if you want to keep track of it there as well. Mike, anything else you want to add in on that? 
No, it's, it's, I'm just, I'm fascinated by it though. Um, just, just really fascinated how it's been, it's been changing absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, what have you been doing for entertainment for the last four days? I mean, like what, when you, when you think, cause this is, I mentioned like my podcasts, I got to find a new way to listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's changing. I think it's kind of changing the way people consume entertainment. And I'm finding like, I'm having a hard time separating work now. Cause it's all here. And right. so I'm not, I'm working all the time cause it's yep. all here. Um, what, what are you doing for entertainment? Uh, so for me, it's kind of a little bit of the same, right? So my day, you know, during the day, I'm not getting too much in. Um, so then I'm just coming home and it, so my, these four days have been, have been pretty similar, but it is a reason. I also, I kind of ran out because I wasn't listening to podcasts. I was watching more YouTube but then my YouTube YouTube well ran dry, right? Of things. So if oh, you guys yeah. didn't notice in Discord, I started a uh, content suggestions channel as well, and that's literally just go out there, throw your favorite YouTube channels out there, um, so other people can can find them. I I uh, put a few of those out there that I really enjoy, and so I kind of I started to run dry on YouTube because I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, but it, the, the the entertainment hasn't been too big of an issue for me, mainly because it's just been craziness with. The boys being home, right? Not having any school. They're kind of thrown off from their whole routine. This has pretty much been like a, a weekend for them. They keep asking like, when am I going back to school? I'm like, eh, not for a very long time. So everything's just been so chaotic. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had time to to focus on it. Yeah. I think it's important. You'll like, you'll never hear me say this again. I think it's important that during times like this, we find ways to, to do those entertaining things that we like. Um, I think I mentioned this in the pre-show. Last night, I got a chance to enjoy a beverage and a cigar on the deck, uh, podcasting with a buddy. And it was fun. It was actually really super relaxing. After a weird couple days, I think we can't forget those moments. We still need to find ways to kind of do some fun things, whatever that is. We're coming up on the weekend to this first kind of weekend, at least for us here in the Omaha area, as this has kind of happened, you know, at the beginning of the week. Um, and I think that's going to be telling, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of think like, man, what do I do on a Saturday when I can't go anywhere? Now I'm going to podcast with Dave Jackson in the morning, so that's not going to change. But after we're done, you know, I guess I'm gonna have to actually do some projects in the house. I might have to install that, that hallway door that I've had (laughs) in the spare room. My buddy asked in Kansas City, he's like, Hey, are your parents going to be making a trip up and down anytime soon? Cause he lives in Kansas City. He's like, I didn't want to borrow your sock because my wife wants me to redo the master bedroom yeah, next week. Yeah. Right? I'm going to install some carpet or put in it, paint some things, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's, those are I'm still, I guess when you asked that question, I guess I wasn't even thinking about real life entertainment because it hasn't hit me yet because I just came off of a week in California, which was a blast. And it, yeah. it didn't, it was during it and it still didn't hit me. Right. I was still out having, we were having a great time hanging out with friends. So I think you're right. This week, it'll be the first week where it hits me of, Oh, we can't, and like even taking the kids, like we take the kids, there's like a, a, a play gym, indoor area of trampolines and stuff. We take them there all the time and can't do that. Right. Like, what do you do on, uh, to entertain the kids? Hopefully yeah. it's good weather. So you can at least yeah, I don't throw think them outside. Be. I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be rain. We've, we've had a lot of rain. Uh, and we're, I think we're going to have some more tonight. The, um, yeah, no, it just, it, it really changes our rhythm, you know, with, um, the only thing comparable, and these are not comparable, but the only thing that I can remember of like this was 9-11. And, you know, they canceled all sporting events for the weekend. And, you know, we were like, 
everybody kind of got together. America kind of came together. Right. And we went back to work, you know, that happened on a Tuesday. We, we canceled everything for the weekend and everything got rescheduled. And we, we went back to life the second weekend and games were played and patriotism was displayed and we celebrated our, our first responders. And I mean, it was, it was incredible, right? It was an incredible day to be a patriot here in the, in the United States. But the next week it was pretty much, we were back to normal for, for in a lot of cases. Now, I don't want to minimize, there's a lot of people's lives, lots of people's lives that were put into turmoil, including our military who were then deployed and were gone for a while. And so for them, it wasn't right. But when I think about America in general, um, we, we slowly went back to normal, but we worked and we, you know, all these things. This is different in some regard that like, we're all thinking six to eight weeks and that's a long, t- like that's as long as people are in basic training in the army or were, uh-huh. I think it's 12 now, but that's a long time. Like eight weeks is a long time, Mike. So I think we have to, a couple things we have to do when we have to check on each other. So if you're part of the home gadget geeks community, if you're feeling lonely or isolated, if you need somebody to talk to, for God's sakes, reach out, right? Do not do, you know, there's a million ways to contact us. Oh, right? well, it's a great way. I was just going to, this is a perfect use case for go use that voice channel in discord. Anyone, you guys know, that's just, it's almost like a chat. Where you can just hop in there and just talk. So he's like, hey, let's let's go chat in there. You can just chat to people if you want to chat via voice. Yeah. You guys can find each other in Discord. You guys can whatever. But that's like actually a great platform. Even just hearing someone, you know, just talking it out and having some fun conversation. So feel yeah. free, guys, that those voice channels are for you guys to use whenever you guys want. Yeah, do it that way. Uh, send us an email, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. Uh, track us, you know, get us on Twitter. Do those kinds of things. Don't Don't feel isolated during the situation. Don't certainly let it lead to some things. Continue to you know, if you're stuck, like do some things like get out there. And, and as far as uh, socially get out there, we're, we're here for you. So I just, I want, I want folks to know like, yeah, this is a pretty unique time. Like, you know, we, we've never had, I've never gone through anything like this where, you know, you're kind of thinking like, Oh my gosh, like we could be hunkered down for eight weeks and it could be longer. Who knows? Right. I don't want to be an alarmist. We have no idea how long it's going to take. Uh, we'll get through this. We're going to be fine. But, um, if you are, if you are not feeling fine, please let somebody know by the time you're hearing this, it's going to be the weekend for a lot of folks, or maybe it's two weekends from now. Uh, probably not too bad this weekend, Mike, but I think it's, we start getting a little stir crazy and, and it's going to get a little weird. As the we great go part is you and I will be here every Thursday. And we'll be able to document it throughout the way, right? We'll have a yeah. weekly update for uh, yeah. for our, our history books. Yeah, we will. We will for sure. So um, one of those things, God, I couldn't have picked up a better project than Unraid. Like, because it's endless. Like there's, there's an it literally endless. Yes. You got me hooked on the land cache, kind of the land party concept, right? Where you yeah. can, you can install some software and, you know, we just had a big patch update for Microsoft. They kind of messed it up, but Um, we had a big, um, Microsoft update and it caches that update in one spot. And then Mm -hmm. the other PCs, holy cow, had that changed, Mike, that changed my life. You like it? Okay. This is great. Cause we have not talked about it since I, we initially said that you said, okay, I might set it up. Oh, it does windows updates that that was the hook for you. I haven't talked to you since you actually got it hooked up. So yeah, I want to hear how this went for you. Because yeah. for me, I only have two Windows machines. One is a VM. 
and one is this rig I'm talking to you on. So it's not as big of a deal for me. I look at it from a gaming perspective. I have Xboxes in the house, multiple, and those can be hundreds of gigs of games that will cache. But I want to know how it works from the Windows side. Yeah, um, uh, worked out really, really well. Uh, when we think about the 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 productivity increase, so I have seven, eight, maybe nine computers here in the house, and those, um, you know, it cached it once, and then it would just pull from that cache for each time after that. And it was going so fast on some of them. I was like, you know, I would I would start the. You Did know, you go, know? <laughs> I, yeah, no, exactly. But like, uh, uh, you know, hey. And, um, so it's just different. It was, it, it, it really sped things up. It was kind of cool. And then I geeked out over going into the dashboard and watching just exactly how much, um, speed it was pulling it, or, or how much storage it was. So yeah. it, you know, what it was storing and how it was storing it and some of those kind of things. So pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, pretty cool. I want to ask you. So I've got that. It's working. Works great. Works for Windows. Also, well, we should, we should mention for Unraid users what what you were actually were using for that. Yeah. Uh, what's the exact land cache bundle? Okay. So if you go into community applications, search land cache bundle. I mean, Jim, at least it was the easiest setup you could ever ask for. There's not even any alterations you need really need to make to the template. Download it, hit apply, and then go to your router and plug in the IP address of the IP address you gave that Docker in Unraid, and you're done. Five minutes, probably you could have it up and running. I'd say, maybe ten. It wasn't wasn't long at all. Yeah, like it and you, it, too, the great part about it is you don't have to go program bad. it on each computer because if you do it at the router level, um, just send all your DNS yep. traffic through it, yep. and then it will forward on. You get to set what DNS you want it to use for upstream. One dot one dot one dot one is the default. Yeah. Um. So so that's so for, for if y'all are wondering what we're talking about, and it not only does Windows updates, it does um, origins. So we're talking about Apex. We're talking about stream. Uh, anything from the stream library for stream games, Xbox. I don't know if it does PS4. For sure, Xbox. Jim, I had the same thing. I downloaded, uh, I re-downloaded because I, I had erased one of my hard drives. I re-downloaded Forza. That's a 70 gigabyte game. And then I got the uh, Call of Duty, which is a 100 gig. So it's 170 right there that would have been doubled between my two Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just did it once for the first one. And then the second one, not only was it fast, but think about how much data that saved. Now we just talked about Cox not charging for data overages. Won't be that way normally forever. it won't be that way forever. That saved me 170 gig worth of right. data. That's a lot, right? Yeah. right? That's a, that's more than a tenth of my overall uh, allowance. So um, it's a really cool, easy Docker to to put on. Really easy. In fact, I pinged you at one point. I was I was working on it, and there was I had a few questions, and I pinged you, and I was like, "Hey, you got a few minutes?" And you're like, "Nope." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're like, "Nope." And uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, I'll figure this out. Not a big deal. I just, I, I was gonna, I wanted to chat with you while I did this. Uh, yeah, and that's what's usually what you and I like to do while working on a project. Yeah, just ping questions off. You do used to do this with Christian all the time, where it would mm-hmm. be like, you know, um, you're not even talking. You just have the video up, and you're both doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, right on. It's just kind of fun. Yep. And um, I got it figured out uh, pretty simply. Got the DNS changed. Got the thing set up. Did the thing of the, the thing of the deal, and boom, boom, boom. Started running it and it started caching right away. I saw, I think I saw the Xbox update come through on it because uh, it got pretty big <laughs> Yep, uh, on me. And uh, so really, really cool. So what's what should I do next? This is going to become a segment here at the end of the show for the next couple weeks. Like what is Jim, what should Jim do next on his Unraid server? So um, you've already told me that you really like, you want to keep Plex on your NVIDIA Shield. You I don't want to move that over, right? I do. 
Yeah. I think the I mean the next big the the biggest one and probably the one that'll take you the most time, um, but just to have it and to play with it is Nextcloud. Okay. Have you have you run a deployment of own cloud or Nextcloud before? I, well, we had them on the show. Yeah. We talked yeah. about it. I've yep. looked at their software. Even um, just to play with it, it would be one of those that would scratch your itch for setting okay. something up. Okay. Um, if you really want to get that up and running. Um so Docker or a VM? Docker. Okay, perfect. Yep, so it's a Docker. So Space Invader, if you haven't watched one of his videos yet, uh, you haven't done Unraid. And because um, he's just the end-all, be-all source for everything. Okay. He has a great video on how to do it. So run NextCloud because what that'll get you as well is you'll have to install the Let's Encrypt Docker. So you'll get working on a reverse proxy, okay. right? And then you can start really playing around with, hey, because I don't know if you really have any. Um, for me, SiteHound is really the only one, but you have SiteHound too. I do. I do. Anything that you would need to port forward historically just get that all moved over to a Let's Encrypt. So okay. this will kind of lead you down a nice path because I learned about Let's Encrypt and how to set it up through that video from Space Invader on how to set up NextCloud, right? So it leads you down a chain of getting all that stuff set up. Yep. Then after that, you could... Um, is LastPass still a sponsor? No. Okay, good. Well, you could ditch LastPass and you could go with self-hosted Bitwarden um, if you want to, right? So once you get that reverse proxy, it really kind of opens up the door for a few of those. Um. Oh, that'd be good for SightHound. I've been wanting to move that over, and I may need yeah. to. Um, I run SightHound on the Studio PC. It's super powerful. It kind of handles it really, really well. All those other yep. kinds of things. I almost did SightHound first on there, and then it's only got four gig, and I well, think you got to run it in a VM, right? Which so leave it there. The reverse proxy just allows you to access it from a URL instead of so it, the oh. reverse proxy just sits on your Unraid box, got it. and then you tell it, hey, send it over to this PC. So yep. it'll send it over. So you don't have to yep. move SightHound. Um, it's literally just letting you do sitehound.jimsurl.com takes and that goes straight now and you don't have to port forward because the only port you're forwarding over to that docker is 443 or whatever you want to set up for SSL and then that's the only port so you never have to port forward again you literally just set up a new reverse proxy thing use one of your URLs that you have we all have like 50 of them um, and uh, and point it there so I'll hold back all my other side. I started to ramble a list, yeah, but no, we might keep a few, That's right? One thing. So one we'll, thing. So there's your next I'll cloud. Working with that is Let's Encrypt. Yeah, start working on the next cloud uh, implementation. It'd be good. It'd be a good place to to mess around with that. Move some files. Have some things. Have that available. Yeah. Um, I did reach out to them uh, again and to get them back on the show. So we're working good. on we're working on those guys, um, kind of as well. And I work. I'm working on the Unraid guys. So we'll. We'll see if we can get uh, we get both of those back here on the show. Over the yeah, day. I know they offered a pro license, and I never hit them up for it. And now I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not going to that pro license. Yeah, you should have. I paid for the whatever. What's the first? On an Unraid? On Unraid, oh. yeah. Yeah, they sent me. They have a new marketing guy, and he sent me some Unraid. Oh, um, you have swag? I do. I do. I forgot about these. So I have one for All me. the listeners right now, I'm like, Jim joins for one day, and he already has got the swag, right? <laughs> what do they call these? Badges? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The stickers. They're stickers? The, the pillow, like the, you know, they're the. Yeah, that's a cool thick. one. Is that yeah. what they, is that what they call them? Yeah. 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 So big thanks. Spencer, Spencer Jones over there at Lime. That's fantastic. Um, sent or uh, Unraid sent, uh, sent those over. They sent me a nice card as well. And they said, we're looking forward to having you guys on. So we'll have them. I might have them scheduled. Let me look. I forgot. If we have them. I'm so glad that Lane worked work out, out for you. I was, yeah. I, I was like, I was wondering. I was like, this might be not something that you're you're into, but I totally forgot that for Windows updates for you is huge. 
yeah. speed and data. I right? need to think. I need to think of a way to give those badges away. I think that's what we need to do. So I'll, oh, I'll figure because they're super easy to send because it's just drop them in the mail and do 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 you even have stamps anymore? I don't even know how to mail things anymore. <laughs> like, how do you do that? I don't know. Is, is the post office still in business? Uh, <laughs> they still, is they still shut down? No, they're, they're still, still going. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't want to start any rumors. I sold one of my ham radios. I know. Don't, don't oh, get on me. I, already, I sold one. Just what? one. I know. Okay. The one that I spent too much one? money on in the first place, I sold that one. I kept the one that was reasonable for my skill level. <laughs> John said, uh, mail and postage due. I sent when I when I was trying to do those when Ron made those things for me. I didn't know how. I don't even know how much postage to send. The guy in the mailroom at Gallup gave me some bad advice, and so I mailed some of those with postage due. So I apologize for that. I, I so. love those coins, by the way. I still have them up right here. I love those yeah. coins. I think they're super yeah, cool. No, Ron did a nice printed. Job on, he did a great job I, on them. I appreciate those. So, all right, wait a minute. I, let's not gloss past this. You sold. Sorry. Why why did you sell one of them? I, it, and how long before the second one is sold? No, the second one is kind of cool and we use it for hunting. So when we go hunting down um south, we all have them in the cars and we do coyote hunting with dogs and we run the dogs from trucks and we all have trucks. So we we go around the so yeah, there's there's your hick lesson of the day is how we uh, hunt coyotes with hounds up here in Nebraska. Wow. Um but no, so I had that one radio that I'd spent probably too much money on and uh and i was like you know what like i'm not getting the full use out of it I, the one i really use is my really cheap one and so it was really just one of those you know this goes into the tech fund right let's beef it back up and i just bought the nintendo switch so uh my wife is totally on board with me like getting into new hobbies as long as they roll as long as the money rolls over from one to the other to the other so uh got rid of that one i mean it was that was a 450 dollars radio so it, it was it was pretty pricey i mean that's a it's a lot of computer parts right there for 450. Mm-hmm. So sold on Am- on eBay, sold right away. I was really surprised actually because they paid 450 for it, and you can get it new for 450. So I don't know why, but they did. So I broke even on it again. Okay. No profit. As long as I could, you broke even. No profit. Yeah. All right. Broke even. All right. Yeah, you tried to sneak that one in. I did. Well, because <laughs> you guys have been waiting for me to say like, oh yeah, he's already out of ham radio, and I'm not out of it. I knew they would think. When's that the I last time you updated on. your website, your ham radio website? The first day I set it up. <laughs> oh, Uyghur. It's I so know. great. It's I so actually great. messaged Christian and he switched it over to me because I'm actually going to switch it over to something different. Just like the dad nerd kind of as an overall yeah. website. So for you're me back on the stuff. gaming thing kind of, right? Oh, well, but I wanted I wanted a site where I could just like blog a little bit, right? Yeah. Like about tech. Like around, anything I was thinking about, just tech, just like, oh, I'm doing this this weekend. I, just want, I don't want to maybe do a full YouTube video, but I want to like write about it, take some pictures. Come back around, huh? And so, I don't know. I, you know me. Uh, just, I know I do. I do. Yeah, I haven't. We, we are like the... There won't be any opposite. posts on that before I delete it, so. <laughs> we, we are the exact <laughs> opposite. It takes me forever to get into something. And usually I'm about a year late by the time I finally get there. Right. And, um, you know, I, I, like I'm, uh, I think there's some folks that are surprised were into the, into Unraid in this community. Like that was, that's, that's kind of had gone in waves of popularity and not right. popularity. Right. Um, we're, or we were early and late to the game, uh, for, for, for a lot of reasons, but, um, yeah, so I'm always late and you are always super early, but man, you flame out fast like super fast just red hot red hot ice cold i like it i i used to think i was that way until i met you i won i i think you're a little bit more like me it's funny that you think of yourself as pretty like so i think you're quick to get in 
not as quick to get out, right? Like you'll jump on a new, you'll, you know, we got into mining. We've done a lot of things where we've gotten yeah. in. Yeah. And I think you did, you, yeah. you're really good at sticking with things. And I have a hard time letting stuff like that go. Um, you know, so. I have commitment issues. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you admit it. Yeah. Well, okay. you admit I've been married for five years though. That's, that's, that's the longest I've done anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's pretty great. 31 years for me this year. Well, you know, what's funny though, is Hannah and I were talking about this actually with the anniversary thing. And I'm like, you know what? The one thing I've done for the longest amount in my entire life is podcast with Jim. This has been the longest running thing. I have not done something weekly for how long we've been to this five, six years together. Um, and you're gonna like, cause I'm not, I'm not giving up on this. (laughs) Not letting you go. No, I'm not letting you go. Uh, if you divorce Hannah, that's okay. I'm you're with me. So, We're okay. good. No. Sounds good. We're a lot good. more cigars in that case. A lot. Cause you know, she's blocking me. Like, you know, I know you're convinced she, of that. I'm not, it's not true, but you're convinced of it. She is blocking me. Every time I try to get to you, Oh, Michael, we need to go out of town. I can just hear her. No, Michael, we need, we have a birthday party this weekend. No, we have, and you know, Oh, I was just going to hang out with Jim. No, you can't hang out with Jim this weekend. We, we, <laughs> we need to scrub the cars down. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So, uh, well, with that, we'll remind everyone, hey, a big big thanks <clears throat> to our Patreon subscribers. You guys have been faithful through it, and we appreciate that. So thanks for what you do. TheAverageGuy.tv slash Patreon, if you want to join that team. Kind of just helps pay the bills and do do what we do around here. Appreciate you you guys uh, for doing that. I just paid the taxes on that. So that's never my fun. It's never That's, that's not the fun part of Patreon, but uh, it, it is what we do. If you want to join us in the Discord group, we mentioned that a little bit earlier. TheAverageGuy.tv slash Discord will get you there. There's still some conversation in the Facebook group if you want to go to TheAverageGuy.tv slash Facebook. Um, yeah, it's going to be forever before we can smoke a cigar together. I'm not going to lie. I went to Havana on Monday night. Um, <laughs> we'll just get out a tape measure on my backpack. We'll sit six feet apart. Six feet, right? Yeah, six feet. As long as we don't touch each other. Or yeah. We, no, we're not doing it anyways, but... <laughs> Oh, maybe. Sure, hope not. <laughs> um, don't forget, you can contact the show again. Seriously, don't don't be isolated during this time. Lots of stuff going on. Make sure you're staying in contact with somebody virtually. That is, stay in contact with someone virtually. Send us an email, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. You can find me uh, at Jay Collison. You are at Uyghur Tech, right? Is that, don't, don't yeah, that's true. Uyghur, Uyghur Tech gets that done. Uh, don't forget the TheAverageGuy.tv, both media and web hosting powered by Maple Grove Partners. I mentioned Christian will be uh, on Cyber Frontiers on Monday. So that is the 20. And just look up Monday. That starts with a three and a two. and You'll get there. And, uh, of course, secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. Visit MapleGrovePartners.com. Plans start as little as $10. And he is rocking and rolling on Maple Grove Partners. Don't forget, you can download the app Home Gadget Geeks. Dot com and we are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Out here, John Big says he's the only one left in the Facebook group. 8 p.m. Eastern, not 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. Out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. We'll do some post show. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, in the live show coming out tonight. With that, we'll say goodbye.